0: Corumba for the week of December 12th through 18th, 2021. <music> Venus still shining brightly in the sunset glow isn't exactly stationary this week, but it's clearly not marching eastward towards Saturn and Jupiter anymore. Mercury remains too deep in the sun's glare for northern hemisphere sky watchers to see it, but some observers close to the equator may be able to spot it in the evening. Comet Leonard, transitioning from morning to evening object this week, passes below Venus on Friday. It's one-third of an astronomical unit from us on that day. An astronomical unit is the average distance between the Earth and the Sun. As I'm recording this in advance, I can't tell you how bright the comet will be, but I do hope it is a naked-eye object. Also, as the week begins, morning observers have their last good chance to see Comet Leonard. If you don't see it Sunday morning, you probably will have to see it in the evening because it'll be in the glare of the approaching sunrise on Monday. In the morning sky, Mars continues to drop below the Libra Diamond and into the claws of Scorpius. It's nicely placed between crab and Shuba on Saturday. The nearly full moon is at Apogee, its farthest from Earth, on Saturday. And we're perhaps somewhat fortunate to have a full moon late in the week. The Geminid meteor shower peaks on Monday and Tuesday. We'll have a few hours in the morning after moonset and before sunrise to try to catch the best of that. The Geminid meteor showers are one of the most reliable annual showers. They are slow, but colorful. How are asteroids named? Whoever discovers one can propose a name to the International Astronomical Union. The object could be named after the discoverer, another real person, a mythological figure, or even a thing. Finnish astronomer Erjo Vasila liked to name asteroids after his friends. He named some after other scientists. A few he named after places, including the country of Estonia. His team of asteroid hunters at the University of Turku discovered 807 asteroids, and he himself discovered 128. Two of the asteroids that Vassila discovered were named 1421 Esperanto and 1462 Zamenhof. The numbers tell you that, respectively, they were asteroids number 1421 and 1462 to be discovered. Esperanto is a constructed language developed by Ludwig Zamenhof. Vassila spoke Esperanto and was one of its ardent advocates. These asteroids orbit the sun between Mars and Jupiter. 1421 Esperanto takes 5.4 years to go around once and is about three Earth-sun distances from the sun. Slightly farther is 1462 Zamenhof orbiting the sun in 5.6 years. Both of these asteroids are very dim. Reflecting light to us at only 17th magnitude, you will need a very large telescope and very dark skies to see them. Vasila studied optics and had access to university equipment in a country with long winter nights, so he had advantages that most of us don't. Many asteroid observers don't see such dim objects directly. Instead, they wait for an asteroid to pass in front of a brighter star and temporarily block its light. That's called an occultation. There are two asteroids named after Vasila himself. They are 1573 Vasila and 2804 Urjo. He didn't discover either one, though. His research team in Turku discovered one of them. Now, if you ever discover an asteroid, you could also name it after yourself, someone else, a place, or a thing. Don't expect it to be a fast process. There are about 400,000 known asteroids now, and just 16,000 have names. The International Astronomical Union would take on an extraordinary workload to name them all. You see, even though it's up to the discoverer to name the object, it's not a case of anything goes. The name can't be offensive, and it can't be too similar or identical to that of another asteroid or moon. And besides, not wanting to offend or confuse anyone, The IAU doesn't feel much pressure to give them all word names. For most astronomers, the numbers are fine. Now, I bring up the asteroids named Zamenhof and Esperanto at this time because December 15th is a special day for many Esperanto speakers, and I happen to be one. It's Zamenhof's birthday, and some regard that day as Esperanto Day. Skycaramba!